Hi there, my name's Nathan, and I'm the Dungeon Master of Riffwake. I'm Caden, and I play Golif from the Heim, a Dwarven Paladin. And I'm Remy, playing Morris Pembroke, Human Barbarian. Unfortunately today, Mitch and Josh will not be with us. Again, still alive, just some technical issues. They'll be back with us next week, we hope. So, you hear horses coming in, and Gorif, you are awakened by a splash of water. I jump, like, and then I realize it's Morris, and I... You awake? Well, fuck you, yes, I'm awake. You cheeky bastard. Morris just grins and walks out of the tent. (laughs) I hear horses. I figured I'd wake you up and see if we can meander that way and see what's going on. Sounds good. Um, so, as you find your way to the, um, where you hear the horses, taking your own horses in tow, you see a couple drow um, riding horses and they seem to be, be um, carrying large bags. Um, can you roll me a perception check? I can, but it's not going to go well. Correct. That went poorly. Yay! <laughs> Critical fail. Wow. Boris goes blind. <laughs> Just by the sun, not blind and blind. No, the water got in his eyes. It's all your fault, Morris. We're gonna die because of you. So you don't notice anything in particular, but um these drow are having a bit of an argument with the guards because the guards want to see um what they have with them and they are they don't want the guards to see what they have with them. I and see. they are starting a like this an argument happening. Oi! What are you all yelling about? And then the um, drow in charge turns around and is like, go mind your own business, fool. I would if you didn't wake us all up with your frickin' badgering about. I mean, you woke me up, so it's not really their fault. And they woke me up. Oh, fine then. Okay, you caused the chain reaction which led to me getting wet. So I think this is my business. <laughs> the drow is... He, he's a man. Uh, the drow is just going to stand there, pause, realize that you two are arguing amongst yourselves, and is going to turn back to the guard and it's going to say, I said, we can't let you see the stuff in our bags. Do you understand that? And if you get in our way, we will kill you. Understand? Boris turns to look at Gorif at that. <laughs> I, thought, I thought drow couldn't walk on the surface. Or like it really fucking hit. Or am I just... Well, what's that like here? Wrong. Whatever the drow rules. So all, all of them are wearing cloaks and um, hoods. So, you know. Uh, okay, yeah, fair enough. Generally, they're covered enough. Yeah, and also they're drow yeah, vampires, sense. probably. <laughs> they're all vampire drow. <laughs> vampire <laughs> drow. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, probably wouldn't have to adjust as much. Yeah, anyways. Easier. Anyway, yes, that's tangential. Moving on. So the guards going to back up a bit. It's like just, 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 
just let us see what's in the banks. We, we, there, there doesn't need to be any killing. You understand that, right? There's more of us. There's less of you. So, how, how many of each side is there? Okay, so there's about um, three drow, and there are around six guards. You don't know what happened to the guards that died from the prior fight, but for some reason, there are six again, so... Reinforcements, probably. Yeah. They were resurrected. Wait, Jesus. That's not supposed to be possible. <laughs> <laughs> draws, <laughs> draws conclusions that are not true. <laughs> Morris just has a really bad face blindness. Anyway, yes, the drow uh, continue conversation. Yes, indeed. <laughs> so, the, the drow man is going to say, I'm sorry. And then he softly steps to the guard and impales him with a Dagger hidden in his hand. Yeah, fuck. And he pulls it out, and the guard stares at the gaping wound in his chest, and he's like, (laughs) and there's a his his weapon is covered in a. I think I've really just rolls initiative preemptively. I mean, I don't think that's preemptive. I know, but I figured out. And uh, the weapon is dripping in a sort of odd liquid that... Oh, god damn it. And oh, fuck. That's two critical fails. Fucking drow poison. Yeesh. Anyway, um, Gorf is just shocked. Like, oh shit, this fucking early in the morning. God damn it. Yes, and what, what, what you notice is that your dungeon master is checking if the balance is right. Otherwise, things could go terribly. Uh, yes, I have perception 40. <laughs> uh, I wish this thing had like every every uh, non-player character roles initiative. That'd be lovely. <laughs> yes, please support our Patreon so we can move to Fantasy Grounds and be happy. Too much shilling, guys. Too much shilling in, in a short frame of time. Too much shilling. That's a 10 out of 10. Oh. <laughs> I mean, it is me. <laughs> well, we're all going to die. I mean, no one says we have to like engage in this fight, right? So we can just like bugger off. Yeah. And get some bacon. So... He, let's roll some damage, shall we? I'm going to roll initiative for these guys first. And we'll continue straight off where we stopped at the the guy got stabbed in the chest. Mm-hmm. Surprise. Oh yeah, we, should, we definitely do need to do an R&R about surprise at some point. Yeah, so he's going to make an attack with his dagger and 21. And he hits, dealing a total of... Math damage <laughs> deals 21 damage to the guard, instantly killing him. So the guard coughs out blood, and there's a wound in his chest that's gushing out blood. And you can see the veins pop out on his skin and on his neck, and they seem to be discoloring as a poison flows through him and kills him. And he falls down to the ground, dead. Oh shit, poison dagger. Is there a racist word for drow? Hmm? Is there a racist word for drow? I've not actually thought of that. Uh, I think I was. Probably is. 
think about something, I might make it canon. I of a backstory um, plot for Gorif that involves Drow, so I'm just going to have a big hatred of Drow from now on. I, I guess. Because of this half-baked backstory I'm currently thinking of. Drow, more like... I don't know what it is. Drow, more right. So, Morris would just yell out whatever the equivalent of would just be of, like, fucking Drow, but whatever the appropriately rude word would be. Okay. I just decided that he does not like Drow. Because he wouldn't. And start of initiative. I'm last, aren't I? Yep. Nice. That looks like I'm up first. Critical fail. God, that would be just my luck, wouldn't it? <sighs> Alright, I'm just gonna go ahead, go right up. I'm gonna use Reckless Attack to give him advantage. Uh, Rage. And uh, Spray and Pray. That's a crit. <laughs> uh well then uh 28 uh 36 damage to this drow uh dead how do you kill this um drow oh boy uh just to be that much extra of a dick I'm just gonna walk behind him while he's still facing forward to the other guys and just bring them all down and pulp his head. And he falls to the ground, dead. And because of the fact that I killed him, and great, technically, either one would work, uh, great weapon master, I'm gonna move on up to the other guy, and let's see if I can repeat that. No, no, I cannot. Morris is sad now. Okay, so what happens next is the soldier is going to... Actually, hold on. Just one last thing. I'm just going to move up there. Okay, sorry. So the next thing is that one of the soldiers is going to step forward and attack the drive who killed his fellow guard and make an attack and misses. Hits, dealing five damage to the drow elite warrior. Okay, so notice his turn. The soldier is going to run up and do the same. Uh, if you want and have that guy move one more space diagonal down, he would be blanking. Yeah, he misses both times. Let's tell us how much health this um drow elite warrior has. No, he's not bloody. I see. He's got lots. Hits. Wait, I haven't moved him. Uh, <laughs> hits uh, and hit. No, hit. He he hits once, dealing three damage to the drow. Elite warrior. And this soldier... Now the Drow Elite Warrior is going to realize that these guys are actually rather weak. And he notices that there's one person who seems to be an actual threat. What do you say? I just said fuck you. Uh, he's going to move you taking a... <laughs> very nice. <laughs> going to take an opportunity attack from the soldier. Misses. And he's going to... Did that guy still roll with advantage? Yes. Darn, sorry, had to try. Now, he he wouldn't move anymore because otherwise it would be dangerous. So he's going to attack you with a short sword. Let's just double check. Two short sword attacks. Okay, he's going to attack you. That's a 17 hit. Yeah. 
Uh, you give me the damage that he does in piercing and the damage he does in poison because I resist the piercing. He he deals 9 damage piercing and 8 damage poison. Fuck. Okay, so that'll be 4 and 8 for a total of 12. And he attacks again. Rolling in 24. Oh shit. Dealing 8 piercing damage. Rolling in 20. And 11 poison. Sorry, what was the damage? Eight piercing, eleven poison. So fifteen. And that's the turn. Ah, well, I'm bloody. Fucking hell. That doesn't sound fun. Okay, so this soldier is going to move up here and is going to attack the dry. Roll say twenty-one. Deals three damage. A whopping three damage. Rose again. Missing. Next. Oh shit. It's another soldier's turn. He's going to come in and try to attack the draw too. It's hits six damage in total. And what's going to happen is that from the draw... Okay, so he nicks the pouch that this draw is holding, right? And out from it... It's a rather large pouch, by the way. And out from it comes... A couple shots of the arcane. Oh. Interesting. I mean, we have those. Shh. <laughs> Another drow is going to follow what his superior did and is going to attack Morris. Oof. Uh, it does not hit. No. <laughs> uh, did you roll with advantage? Yes. he has advantage. Yeah, okay. I did. Good. Good. Okay, so... Um, the mark of imminent axage, or um, hunter's mark, whatever you want to call it, right? Um, does that take up an action, like putting that on? It's a bonus action. Oh, okay. Well, I'm going to move here. I'm going to attack Big Boy Drow with Light Splinter. Okay. And I'm going to add Divine Smite to that. That does not hit. That does not hit. Okay, I will not add Divine Smite to that. Advantage Shit. for him being damn near surrounded? Oh, yeah. Advantage, yes. Mwahaha. Me being an idiot always gives me. Oh, okay, that hits. Yeah, it does. I think. Okay, that didn't hit then. <laughs> and then I'm going to add Divine Smite to that. Bing bong. Schlong. Oh, um, that didn't work for some reason. Now it will. Bing bong. Level one. Wait. So what's it's going to do, right? It's going to use parry as a reaction. You motherfucker. <sighs> You and can't adds, do that. <laughs> it adds true to its AC and blocks the attack. So, <laughs> as Gaurav swings down his magical axe, the Drow Warrior pulls out his sword and parries it, knocking it to the side with ease. You Drow! You white-haired bastard. Right, I'm going to kill you. we got to kill this guy. He has a poison dagger. That's going to go for some money. Let me like you money. <sighs> Morris. Oh fuck, does this second yeah, guy have that much fucking poison? Smash. I'm attacking the other drow. Not gonna take the risk that he also has that much poison. Okay. Fuck! Ah, god damn it. <laughs> I am rolling so badly tonight. <laughs> How could he parry my 20 roll? He has a. Is it possible? Okay. Yeah. He has a pretty high AC, and plus three to that pretty high AC is above 20. 
I want to kill this man, so please don't make him run away. <laughs> he has a goal, obviously. He's carrying some important shit. You think he'd just let you kill him? No. I mean, that'd be a polite thing to do, but, you know, bro, aren't the most polite people in the world. Doling, 13 damage. Under dark, suckling bastards. One more damn level, then I have extra attack. One more level to have extra attack. One more level to have extra attack. <laughs> the drow is bloody. What, the big boy drow or the little drow? Yeah, big boy. Oh, shit. There's a kind of attack. The other one hitting twice. Killing this drow. He uses his long sword start like basically cuts the, the um skin between behind the knees and the drow is gonna drop and he's gonna lop off the drow's head. Dirty knife is and then he that's his turn. This guy's going to move over here and going to attack the drow and uh is going to hit, dealing 17 damage. To the drow man. Nice. Oh shit. Dun, dun, dun. Turns out incredibly racist. <laughs> Six four. Now I'm assuming he's gonna run away on his next turn, or he's just gonna like murder us it's all. It's his turn now. Yes, it is his turn so, now. Give me a second. I'm going to check out his shits. Hey, just checking, Wormy. Mm-hmm. Um, can you do a reaction against someone else's opportunity attack or no? Maybe. It depends. So, basically, can he parry? And yes. Then my ruling would be yes. Am I right? And that's what you're thinking. So, what he's going to do is he's going to. Actually, screw it. He's going to use an action to disengage. No, it wouldn't work, right? Would it? Uh, if he took an action to. Dis- no, took a, used his action to disengage and moved out. Yeah, it would. Yeah, it would, right? So. Yeah. He's going to... Let me see if he has any bonus action shit to just fuck with you guys. I don't think they've got any bonus action stuff. They've got, like, the... Oh, oh, drown oh wait, 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 wait. I want to do a cool thing. <sighs> yes. So... Let me guess. Darkness? Yes, so... Fucker. He's going to do a couple hand... Wait. Okay, he's going to say... Whisper something under his breath. And rub something within his pocket and suddenly all around you a magical darkness seems darkness. to rise from the ground <laughs> and envelop <laughs> King Drow so, magic bastard okay. so he's not disengaging with darkness so that does still mean opportunity attacks just with disadvantage yeah we can still yes. uh, we can still hit him in darkness but like it's harder I think we do have disadvantage or can we just like we all have disadvantage to attack in darkness yeah, right. Okay, that makes sense. It's disadvantage. Pretty much. So basically equalizes. I have dark vision, but this is like complete darkness, right? So it doesn't matter. Yeah. Okay. Only magical special vision modes can see through magical darkness. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've read the... Uh... Misses. So all the gods so far miss. Gorif, your turn. Oh, yes. Gorif! <laughs> he still has fairy, by the way. Uh, so, like, even if I... How can I get rid of his parry? It just has to get used, because it can only be used on one attack. But I don't have multi-attack, so I'm fucked. <laughs> it's not the best, yeah. What if I grapple him to the ground? You can try to fight. I will try. You, you'll be rolling disadvantage on top of that. That's fine. So, strength, right? Strength with disadvantage. Oh. Athletics. 
Well, I don't know. It's a check, not a attack. Yeah, but you still can't find him, right? So you would be. What would be athletics? I mean, Johnny Depp. Let me check his stats so I can see what he would prefer. Yeah. So it's attackers strength contested by athletics or acrobatics. So let me check uh, his stats. Give me a sec. Actually, no. I'm gonna try and find the shards of the arcane that were dropped on the floor. Oh, fuck. And pick them up. Because <laughs> <laughs> that gives an incentive to stay. Otherwise, I'm just nicking his shit. He's not gonna just leave. I mean, he, he might do. It's gonna annoy him. <laughs> I don't like him. Okay, it's magical darkness, and you're just ducking around somebody with a very poison dagger. Correct. <laughs> just making sure we know what's happening. Uh, that's Garth's turn, I guess. Wait, did I find? Did I find the bag? No. <laughs> you should have just freaking attacked. Damn it! <laughs> Come I just fell on the floor and like <laughs> groped around. I, I think I did mention right. His bag got nicked, yeah. so a couple fell on the ground, but he still has a bag full of the stuff. Yes, you said that, and I also said that just Shit. now, but I don't think he God damn it, okay. <sighs> okay, Morris, do yeah. Morris, do the same thing as I did, except better. Yeah, wish me luck with that. Uh, 15's not gonna hit that bastard. So what happens, right, is the soldiers are going to attempt to attack, missing. That's missing. He's going, no, the first uh, one misses, the second one's a crit. So right. he's going to hit again and lands a crit, dealing four damage to the drow, managing to cut into him. He also has disadvantage. He cannot see through this either. No, but the thing is that flanking would give advantage as well, right? Oh, wait, sorry. I was thinking the drow. You're talking guard. Okay, yes, good. So 18 hits, good to know. Okay, so... Next would be this soldier. He's going to attack. A crit. Wow. Oh, good on that guy. Too bad no one saw it. Wait, can't the drivers levitate? What? I'm sorry. No. <laughs> what? I don't... <laughs> well, your elites can, but it's not the best tactic. <laughs> Just the... Oh, yeah, this is a girl. Yeah, you're right. This guy can levitate. You're fighting, but slightly higher off the ground. And that misses. It's a drow's turn. So what happens, right, is a darkness envelops you all. And then all of a sudden, when the darkness dissipates, he's gone. Hold up. No. <laughs> no. Chasey. I want to chase scene. He had to use his action for the darkness, which means he could only run 30 feet. <laughs> Fine. <laughs> okay, okay. So what he's going to do is he's going to there's a darkness around him. He's going to disengage. Mm-hmm. And he's going to move 30 feet. I attack. He disengages. I attack. Level four. New feet. Sentinel. Creatures have no opportunity attacks from you, even if they take the disengage action. Well done. Fuck you. I attack. <laughs> okay, attack. But with. Wait. Yeah, that'll be disadvantage. I Advantage so regular, so it'll just get cancelled to a normal one. Roll. Please work. Eh? Wait. Oh right. No advantage because that just cancelled. <laughs> Tell me what happened. Why is it? Why is it? Why is it? 
roll. Tell me what happens. Uh, let's see. So he walks away. So it's still the drow's turn. So he's able to walk 30 feet. Next turn, I'm chasing. <laughs> okay. So you miss, and he dashes out of the magical darkness. He walks. Yeah. This is not actually what's happening. It's just visually what's happening. (laughs) I love being an asshole sometimes. I'm sorry. (laughs) He runs runs out of the darkness and Morris follows behind. Okay, we're going to run the rest of this with um, cinematic chase scene, okay? Um, Okay, get some dramatic music in, in the editing. No. Like, bum, 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 bum. <laughs> so, I think that's your cue, Kate, and just do it quietly in the background. <laughs> I will entirely edit all of that out, trust me. It'd be so annoying. Uh, okay, so, um, the drow. Wait, let me double check some stuff. Okay, the drow dashes forward and out of the darkness. And Morris follows quickly behind. The drow, let me roll a athletics, I guess. And rolls a 12, run, continuing to run ahead. Okay, so we're going that route then. Uh, so then it would be an athletics check for me to try to catch up. Is that the way we're doing this? Yes. Yeah. 21. You catch up to him. And do I get to attack? Yes. Uh, reckless attack, because fuck, this guy has good AC. Fuck! <laughs> <laughs> Drop an 8, 8, and 11. That's the way. Damn. Okay, Morris's mole flies um, towards the dry, but he ducks out of the way and continues running ahead. Uh, Gorif. Okay, I used... How many divine smites do I get a day? No, no, you didn't actually use it because you didn't actually hit him, so... Oh, yeah. But it's, um, how many do I like? Is it dependent on short rest or long rest? However many spell slots you have is how many you can possibly use. Oh, okay, got it. So um, I'll uh, use light splinter with no, no. divine. Oh, you smite. need to catch up with him first. So roll. Oh yes, I will catch up with them. Catch, then hit, then smite. Okay, I I sprint with my little dwarf legs and somehow just about catch up with Morris. No, no, and no, then no, I... no, you need to roll at Lathics. No. Oh, sorry. Right. Okay. Got it. I see the truth. Uh, twenty-two. Uh, I still have. I have. I have. Um. Holy shit. It's normal, right? Yeah. At twenty-two. I had disadvantage on that. Nice shit. Awesome. Okay. Will I catch up with them then? Okay. Somehow my little dwarf legs going to overdrive, and then I s- try to smash the drow on the back of the back. That doesn't sound right. In the back with light yeah. sprinter. Makes more sense from the front of the back. Oh, fuck. <laughs> the front of the back. That hit. And I hit him very hard. <laughs> and I also used Divine Smite, as you can see. So that's a lot of damage. That's 30 damage. <laughs> okay, so what happens is you kill him. Light splinter, bitch. Okay. So... Okay, so he's running, and suddenly Gorf takes this massive. <laughs> he fucking just <laughs> and with some and with his axe above his head, yells out his war cry, which is axe, and he comes down with his axe on his fucking back. 
<laughs> mince his fucking spine. <laughs> Just cuts his fucking spine. And he crashes to the ground. <laughs> okay, and all around the corpse of this warrior is shards everywhere. Well, there's something you don't see every day. And then I say, say hi to Loth for me, you. Loth does not exist. Oh, I see. Say hi to the ground. <laughs> I think you made sure he did that. Ah, yes. Ah, oh, that, that was fucking awesome. Jesus Christ. That was a very good hit. Fucking hell. Yeah, thank you. That's like something out of fucking Lord of the Rings. Oh, never mind. Um, I haven't seen that play. Uh, I mean, it's a, it's a good book, I recommend. Anyway, I'm um, long sent to the point. This <laughs> fucking... Wow. Yeah, this dude, this guy, definitely, he has, um... Jagger? He has, he has some stuff on him, so... What is on the drow? You think... Okay, here's the thing. Nathan. The amount of shards on him is about... You, you would think that it's maybe about 4,000 gold pieces worth of shards. Well, fuck. That's a lot of fucking money. I can buy some proper good meat of this. Oh, it's about maybe 400 shards. Of varying sizes. Oh, okay, there we go. I was going to say, the ones we found before were like 100 gold or shards. <laughs> we're going to be rich. Mars will just shrug what else, what else and on him? look kind of jealously at Light Splinter. <laughs> <laughs> I, I look at your notice and say, oh, don't worry, we can buy you a fine weapon like this one with this type of money. That would be excellent. Indeed. I, I turn him over and continue searching the drow. So, what you find on this drow is, um, you actually find a note. Oh, god damn it. It seems to be, um, wait, you, you can't speak, uh, under common, can you? Nope. Well, yes. fuck. Let's get another note that you guys can't reach. Wait, is, it, is it, is it, is it, is it, no, I can, no, I can't speak it, never mind, my bad. So I thought it was a oh, If I went bloody underground, I can't remember the calls, but the, the dwarves that live underground. Durgar. Durgar, yes. Um, I could, yeah. I was going to go one of those. God damn it. Anyway, sorry, continue. Yeah, so get another note that you guys can't read. Jesus. <laughs> um, it looks like writing. I'll take this, right? I'll, um, I'll take this and I'll see if I can translate it anyway. Gaurav, can you roll, roll, roll something to see if you can translate it? Okay, I'll try. Um, history? No, no, no. Try something like a flat intelligence or something. Oh, yeah, fair enough. Um, shit! Oh, <laughs> Critical. Jesus. Oh, God. Like, here's the thing. I gave, I gave you that so that you would feel miserably and that'd be funny. But now it's even more funny because it's ridiculous. So... Gareth, you look at these words, and you're like, hmm, and then you're like, hmm, and Gareth, you just, like, you don't know why, <laughs> but you think you understand it. In the days I spent in Halderholt as a child, we had a lot of contact with Drow. Not good one. Not, not good contact. No, not a good, good contact, but I have come into contact with the Drow language before, so I, I somehow... Put the words together and read the note. So it reads. What puts the note? Yeah, so it basically reads, bring me all that you can find. Be back. And the date listed is about in two weeks time. You don't know where here is. 
you you think you have an idea on what it refers to, but you don't know what for. Oh, okay, yeah. I tried to roll insight, but failed miserably, so I see. Um, is this the same drow that we saw at that camp that had been massacred? Your character does not know about this drow, sorry. Okay. Oh, you did see them walking a day in the way uh, in, like, silhouetted. No, you did not see them. So, Sorry. is there any? Okay. Oh, I see. Interesting. Well, uh, Morris, do you think we should keep looking on this trail? Like, this knife here, I like, pull out the poison knife. Mm. Um, this should probably go for a bit at any decent weaponsmith. So, Nathan, mm-hmm. how does drow poisoned weapons work? Do they just have, like, a stash of liquid poison? Or are the items, like, magically poisoned, like, permanently? No, it's, it's just a bunch of liquid poison they get from spiders. How much dosing is there? If you were to check on his body, you'd find around five flasks of the stuff, which would um, basically, essentially cover a weapon with the poison for what would amount to let's just go and use something simple like uh, each one would last a combat okay yeah I think it is normally a minute so that works is there a different poison or does this guy have a hand crossbow uh, yes he does is there poison for that yes there is does he have any insignia that could be useful? Oh, um, you see on his body, though slightly damaged um, by a certain attack, uh, <laughs> right at the on actually on his back, there's a sort of tattoo of sorts, but it's not really pleasant to look at because the thing is that it seems to have been created by dripping acid on his back. And it seems, oh, and it seems to be like a sort of insignia that shows him to be an like a superior um, warrior of some sort. Yeah, I've read. I see. Well, that's um, that's a bit grim. So is that is that all that's on the um drawer then? Yeah, I see. Well, I look, I get up and I uh, look at Morris kind of exasperatedly. Mm-hmm. Well, well, should we go back and get our stuff? All right, uh, gather up the drow's weapons. Uh, I think Gorf is holding all the shards. That's a lot of shards. <laughs> they have like a bag or something, like it hold. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, his bag's nicked and we'd rather not lose them. The thing is, though, if we, if we head back to the guards camp, they could not, they could like have no confiscate the shards or some shit. Uh, here's the thing. The guards are essentially clearing off the bodies. And some of them are complaining that uh, about having to clean up um, bodies again after. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but otherwise, there doesn't seem to be much going on. Okay, I have an idea. We just don't mention it, and they probably won't ask. And if they do, I have a plan. Okay, I mean, you usually don't have a plan. Oh yeah. So as you walk back. Um, okay, if you remember earlier, right, there was one guard that was kicking the body of the troll. <laughs> oh man, they've had a bad day. Um, so you see the one of that guy, that guard, he's picking up the shards on the ground and he's looking at them. And he looks at them and looks at you guys. And he pockets the shots and then he slowly walks away. <laughs> Fair enough. 
I mean, they are pretty. He's had a rough couple of days. I think he deserves it. It's been a day for that guy. Yes, I'm. Fucking hell, yes. <laughs> I'm tired, okay, man. Right. I just woke up. I woke up to a bucket of water in my face. It's still. I'm still wet. Jesus Christ, Morris. With blood. Oh, uh, yes, blood and water. <laughs> Especially wet blood. Anyway, um, let's let's go back to the um. Find you another bucket there. <laughs> Wash it off a bit. Oh uh, yes, that's uh. We should probably wash up a bit. And you uh, might have a little bit of drought on you. I mean, if I walked into any decent establishment covered in blood, I don't think that's a very good sign that I'm a decent person. You're so really not, not great. Uh, well, I'll, I'll wash up. So yeah, no. Just wash up. Is there like a stream nearby or anything? Yeah, there's the branches. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. I'll go and uh, wash up in the stream then. Okay, so you guys clean up, and I assume you continue head towards. Where were you heading towards again? Dren. Okay. So you continue your way and head towards Dren. You travel through the Vermilion Forest and you continue walking through it. Three days pass. Oh no, sorry, you don't walk through the Vermilion Forest. I'm sorry. You ride through the Vermilion Forest on your horses. Uh, do you have names for them? Um, I'm naming mine, Billy. Morris just will grunt and say. Rule of adventure that I was taught. Never name your horses. It's never good in the long term. Garf, what do you name his horse? It, oh, I name it. <laughs> um, hammer face. Because Morris has a hammer. It's not hammer. And horses' heads it, it, looks like hammers. It's a mall. Same, same thing. It's kind of a big hammer. It's like a big hammer. Okay. Except less hammering. I mean, it can be. I mean, I name your horse hammer face, Morris. And I'm naming mine Billy. Billy. Mm. Morris will just like pet his horse's mane and say, I'm pretty sure you're gonna die now. I'll try to make sure it's quick. <laughs> uh, looking into the deep into these this horse horse's eyes. Um there's a deep sadness. <laughs> <laughs> Even horses know once they're named, they're doomed. <laughs> <laughs> it slowly shakes its head <laughs> as it continues to ride for, for a teardrop. <laughs> <laughs> we later find out someone cast Awaken on this poor horse. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that'd be fucked. Oh, I got rid of command for Searing Smite and I could have done some hilarious shit. Okay. God damn it. So, it's the end of the third day of travel. Um, both uh, Lupix and Minrath haven't arrived behind you yet, so you suppose that you might meet them in Dren. And as you continue riding, um, you camp under the trees for that night. You can see out of the trees, peering off in the distance, the desert, and far away, the mountain of Zorin. So I need to bring up the map one second so I can actually see what's going on. Right. Right, okay. So, um, Morris, uh, do you want to head straight to Dren, or do you want to maybe go on a bit of a detour? I mean, is there... I don't know, stop at Varnock, get drunk in a few taverns, you know, wait for Lupix and to catch up. Are they, are they going to be heading that way or are they planning to go straight? You know them better than I. 
I mean, they probably plan to go straight. They're not exactly the type of people to get drunk in St. Havens. But, uh, I mean, they haven't met us yet, so they're probably quite a bit behind. You know, they, they, did, they knew um, Zaran quite well, so it probably did take a while to mourn. Poor little girl. Fucking Jacoby. Fuck that guy. Fucking Jacoby. That's our first cheers of the night. Alright. <laughs> and you sit there. Sorry? So you sit there under the trees with your campfire, your tents behind you, and you sit near the campfire and you talk. So and I see yeah, yeah. Yeah. So Morris, uh tell me more about yourself. I don't really know much about you, except from you know, you look like a dwarf and you smash pretty good. Thank you. Like he smiles at that you know, quote, compliment, I guess. Um, I mean, <laughs> I grew up not in Dren, but little town not super far away. And, uh, well, it's the whole demons thing happening. It's not exactly the easiest time to raise a child, I was told. So when a cleric came through my village... Well, my parents convinced him to take me on as an apprentice. Uh, I haven't seen them since. I have heard nothing since. Hi. But my master... How was your apprenticeship? Good. Uh, much to my master's disappointment, I apparently have... What was it he said? What were the words? Uh... No fucking talent whatsoever for the holy arts. Ah, well, um... But he taught me how to hit good, and I appreciate that lesson to this day. You, you do hit very good, I will, I will admit. Thank you. No problem, but You too. Ah, thank you. This axe, though, this is a beefy axe. Aye. So, you know, Aye. that is a great help. Beefy axe it is. I grew up in Handerholtz. Up by the frozen peak. And I don't remember too much. This is just an excuse because I haven't written this backstory yet. Um, <laughs> but um, my dad was killed by a drow when I was about 10. And then I got into the holy arts and became a paladin. So not exactly the most interesting backstory, but meh. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I've not been on the road for many years, but one thing that I do understand. Not everyone has the whole prophesized destiny bullshit. Sometimes it's just a bunch of people trying to get shit done. I agree with you, my friend. That's a, that's a good... Do you have any beer? Or, like, alcohol? I mean, I've got that you flask that you were giving me so much shit about. Did you, you only have one flask, though, don't you? Hmm? Okay. So, as you're speaking... You hear the wind pick up, and it seems like the night's getting chilly. The wind's blowing harder. A bit of sand flies about. Good thing I got that massacre tent. You hear about that massive fucking tree to the west? That sounds pretty cool. I've heard about it, but come on. That fucking big tree. Bullshit. Yeah, I want to see it. That's, that's what I want to do in my life. I want to go see that fucking tree, and then have a big... Point to mead. 
went next to the fucking tree. I like fucking trees. No, <laughs> no that's not what I meant. It's only okay if they're dryads. <laughs> no, I meant... <laughs> that came out very wrong. Or wood woods, or... Actually, there's a lot of sentient plants. It's kind of weird. Yeah, that is, not that you bring that up, that is a pretty weird subject. What is it with so many people wanting to make feminine trees or plants or... Fucking perverts. Sally. Sally! <laughs> <laughs> I just hear Dolik in the back of my mind like, Sally. <laughs> Something about arcane magic, I guess, makes you a pervert. Yes, probably. That's why I got into the holy ass instead of all that arcane shit. I don't know, I've heard some stories. <laughs> Maybe it's just only a man people. <laughs> I mean, you're right. Yes, you are, you are very right. So what do you say then? Do you want to go to, um, and when the morning comes, do you want to go to Varnock and get a drink? Maybe buy some new equipment with all this shards? Why not? Can we, like... Scratch a note in a tree here to let the other guys know where we are. That's not a bad idea. Or it would uh, have to. It would sign? have to be a bit more noticeable. Yeah, it's just it's like, right. are we going? Are we still following the road? Like, what is the actual travel to get so, there? Like, like there is a road, but I would say you have yourself camped off it quite a bit. I have. So you go. Yeah. So can we just can we just say that we like left some kind of carved message when we went off-road so then they'd see it? Yeah, sure. Alright, that's the easiest, I think. I mean, I have a bunch of hemp and rope, so maybe I could leave a message in hemp and rope on the floor. A noose. A noose. <laughs> you just come back a couple of days later. <laughs> your, horse, your horse is there. It's like, I, I, I couldn't take, I couldn't take... The, the fear that I would die in some terrible, horrible way. That <laughs> <laughs> was the only way. I had to go kill myself. Uh, I meant like, you know in Castaway, when he makes that SOS out of rocks? Like that, but with rope. Sure, that nobody would touch that. Okay, I'll try that. I'll just, I'll just put the words... It, I, I, I was saying... <laughs> yes. Okay, what, what should I roll? Let's just say you car- carve it into the bark of a yeah, tree. Yeah, fine, okay. That's, that's a bit convoluted. <laughs> okay, so you guys rest for the night. And as the next day rises, um, what happens is that you're awoken by the sound of uh, heavy, heavy rustling and sand blowing all about. Some sand has gotten into your tent. Impossible. No, but it has, <laughs> and it's very annoying. You you, you you scratch your ear and you find it, like, you find a bit of sand There's in there. There's sand in my boots! Why would you sleep in your boots? For fuck's sake. I didn't sleep in my boots, that's the entire point. They're over there, there's sand in them. I'm gonna have to walk no, around with sandy fucking boots. Is there sand in your boots, Morris? No. You lucky bastard. Anyway, um, like Did you remember to bring the boots in your tent? Oh, you don't leave your boots in the tent. You put the boots outside the tent. Not in the desert. Yes, in the desert. Well, then you're gonna get them full of sand. It lets them dry. 
We've been walking for three days. If they're not dry by fucking now. No, I, I do it every night. You know, every single night I put my boots outside. It's kind of like a test to see if anybody outside will steal them. That's how I know the area I'm in is safe or not. Morris thinks of a plan and then scratches it off the mental list of plans. I see. <laughs> anyway, Nathan, continue. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ, okay. So, um, where are you heading off to? Um, Vernock. Okay, so you head your way into the desert. The sands, you notice, are a... You notice that the sands are slightly purple, but that's always been the case. And you continue your way through the desert, heading towards Varnock. You see a glint on the horizon, and you know that it's there. It's the, it's the town of glass, they say. But your view becomes obscured. The winds blow harder, and the sands lift off the ground and stop buffeting you. It hurts a bit, you don't know why, but you continue forth, and you hear a sound, something not quite right. The sound of things, things moving, moving beneath the sand. Uh-oh! From the sands, you see a bunch of bones. You know, you look at them, and you notice something. Something's wrong. One of their fingers is moving. And then, roll me a history check. That's not going to well, well, whoops. Sorry. I got an eight. <laughs> you wouldn't know. Um, okay, Caden would. I mean, Gareth would. Yes. So. It's a change to Gareth. You remember something about this desert. There was a tent many, many centuries ago. Maybe even millennia. There was some sort of magical accident. And this painted this area, reducing it down to a desert. But one thing that everyone knows, or most people know, when traveling this desert, those who die may come back to life, but though not in the same way they originally were. And as you're thinking of that, these bones stand up. Spooky, scary skeletons. And, and one thing you do realize is that, oddly enough, these bones, they're, they're too clean you would think they don't seem like they've been laying there for too long and that strikes you as particularly odd because it takes awfully long for um something to reduce down to bones so in front of you there are five skeletons appear give me a sec i'm gonna change from that to a new square <gasps> sand did you make this sand nathan no, I found it on the internet. <laughs> Is this copyrighted sand, Nathan? That's why uh, we don't screen share. Have you plagiarized the sand, Nathan? Yes. You. Sand plagiarizing. That's a lot of sand. You are very small. Is that a skeleton? Oh, okay, it is. What the hell? Skeleton horse. <laughs> it's Hamlet's face. Oh, shit. <laughs> They're dead already. <laughs> Wait, Nathan, is that really just like a humongous skeleton horse, or is it a super skeleton? It is a skeleton horse. Oh, shit. I want yeah, it. Yeah, same. Can we tame the skeleton horse, Nathan? <laughs> I, I, I don't believe so. I'm nature. just saying. I trolled out a critical nature check. Does that mean, does that mean I get the horse? No. 
but it's a crit. That's not how it works. Yeah. It's a fucking demon, like like fucking like undead creature created by the taint of ancient ma- uh, ancient magical incident. Fair enough. I mean, Min- if Minra is here, yeah, I'm, I'm going to place you clo- closer so you don't complain. <laughs> I've got to drag my ding dong onto the board for a second. Yeah. Okay, then stop it. I'm just kidding. Um, it's a visual. So let's roll initiative. Hey! Please don't roll a two. Off. Did you roll a two? Um, no, I rolled a five, but I have lucky, so um, I'm going to use one of my luckies because fuck you. Okay. Hey, fuck you. Gonna, <laughs> no, you don't I'm going to use another one of my luckies. God damn it! <laughs> <laughs> he rolled a seven. <laughs> I hate my life. <laughs> come on, use your last lucky. Come on, boy. What? I'm not going to use my last lucky on a fucking initiate check. <laughs> initiative. Hey, but on the bright side, you're not last anymore. I'm okay. Fine. One more lucky, right? <laughs> okay, that's actually oh, decent. Gosh. Okay, thank you. One higher. My kid hits the skeleton horse and does one damage. <sighs> okay, so lucky now. First off, Morris. All right then. Three, four, five. Ah. Uh, do I want a reckless attack? It's Morris, so of course I do. Alright, so reckless attack to get my advantage. Rage as a bonus action. And try to hit good. Will a 12 hit? Give me a sir. Yeah, no. It's a skeleton. How much AC can it have? More than 12. Because I have faith in what my luck is like, just please tell me yes or no. Is it 13? Yes. (laughs) 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 That's just the way my luck works. Lucky you. Damn it. Alright, well, I appreciate you letting me know. Uh They call me Billy Bigwine. No one calls you that. Everyone calls me that. No one calls you that. Your mama calls me Billy Big Wang. I'm sorry. So my turn is over. Okay, so next is the skeleton. He will. He. It will. Wait. Could you? Can you tell a skeleton? Can Can you tell the skeleton's race and gender by skelly tits? Yes, you can. I'm just going to use it because I can't be bothered to create um, imaginary. Shit, right now. Uh, <laughs> can a person trained in it be able to tell? Yes. Can we tell? You can tell Probably you can not. Tell, you, can, you can tell snow, snowmen um, what gender they are. Because the men have snowballs. <laughs> the, skeleton, the skeleton is going to run up to Gaurav and is going to use his short, short, short sword. That's a 16 hit. If it's exactly the same as my AC, does it hit? Yeah. Fuck. Okay, yeah, it does hit. My AC is 16. Take six damage. Ow. Okay, I have taken six damage. Splint armor. <laughs> oh, if I had that splint armor, I wouldn't have had bloody axe inch. Yeah, good point. Okay. 
It's a warhorse skeleton's turn. Oh. It's going to um, I'm a skeleton. rattle. That's a horse. Kill people. It's going to... It's gonna rattle and run up to Morris and kick it with its hoof. Kick, kick it, kick him with his hoof. Um, and that's twenty-one to hit. Fuck. Also, could you please turn on us seeing that? Yeah, sure. Thank you. Um, give me a sec. Mm-hmm. Take seven bludgeoning. Uh, three bludgeoning. Yay, barbarians. D. Give me a sec. I got to get this down. Oh, oh damn. Yeah, damn. W. Suddenly, from the ground, out comes a giant worm. Just kidding. Um, Land shark. Land shark. L. Those guys. The skeleton's going to aim at Morris and oh. fire a shot with its shark bow. A. That's a miss. Okay. Goreth. Goreth from the Heim charges forward to a skeleton horse. Like Blank this. Rick. And then. He gets his mighty great axe out. I'm assuming I have divine smite. It's been um like restored because I had a long rest. Yes. And then I'm going to a light splinter it in its fucking horsey face. Advantage, advantage. 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 Is that is that the horse? It's an eighteen hit. Yes. <laughs> Yay! Axe. Okay. Is it dead? Is it dead? Yep. I, I fucking killed the horse in one hit. <laughs> Describe how you crush this horse oh, with I your... I fucking run up to the horse. I get out light splinter and I just ram it into its head, like full on, full in the head, and it just splices the head. And the hair just like goes into two and it, it goes to its throat and its brain and it just like, it's like a flower of... There's no brain. You know, you know the, oh yeah, you know the, um, you know the Demogorgon from Stranger Things? It's mm. like that, except bony. It's just like... <laughs> through the horse's head. That was an amazing sound effect. Thank you. Okay, so... <laughs> okay. Maths. So that's your turn? Anyway, that is my... That is my go-over, yes. Skelly Bones is going to attack Morris. Axe. Nine. That's not, so... This is not you. The, the Morris is a lie. Um, this skeleton is going to attack... Uh, Gorif. 23? Yeah. Oof. 23 damage? No, 23 to hit. So, he deals 5 damage. Uh Uh-huh. 5 damage. Morris, your turn. Underwhelming. Alright. Let's try to... Reckless attack for my sweet, sweet advantage. Well, yeah, worth it. What does he care about playing it safe? Not a bit. Let's try to hit good. An 18 will hit. So, 22 damage, I imagine, should kill a skeleton. 22 damage does kill it. It's just a skeleton, so I just bring them all from the top of its head down to the ground, just crushing everything on the way. And then I'm going to move up here to flank and see if I can do that again. I can't, because fuck my rolls. Oh, God. <laughs> Seven, but I'm sure we'll miss. Because fuck this me. This skeleton's going to shoot. No, uh, this skeleton's going to move back. Reminds me of someone. God damn it. Uh, <laughs> no idea what you're talking about. Uh, Mitch. Or uh, uh, Minrith. And it's going to use this short, short bow to shoot Gorif. Eleven does not hit. Hello. 
okay, God F is going to be like, you try to hit me, but I hit you. And then I can kind of throw light splinter. <laughs> it's a hefty axe. So oh, I am a hefty and man. And also your axe, your axe later after you hit it. I don't care. Okay, I'm going to say you can, but you have to roll a... Yeah. Okay, that's fine. 19. <laughs> no, really? Go ahead. I fucking throw the axe like Kratos. And it rips off its jaw. I'm assuming I kill it, or do I not kill it? It, it, it does kill the skeleton, but then your uh, axe lands in the sand... And, and sinks into the side well, of the I mentioned there's a sandstorm, so maybe you want to make sure that it's there. Um, yes. It rips off its straw and the skeleton just like collapses to the ground. Okay, that's now your turn, my, I guess. Yes, it is my turn. I'm now axeless. But you'd get an opportunity, but uh, you do still have your move left if you want to risk the opportunity attack to head towards your axe. Oh yeah, sure, I'll do that. Actually, no, I don't need, I don't need my axe. I'm fine. Okay, the skeleton's going to. They call me. Um, hit Goreth. Really big one. Ten does not hit. They're rolling shit, mate. Morris. Not just that they aren't rolling great. <sighs> so he's got advantage now, so don't need to be reckless about it. So. I want to hit him good. 16 should hit. Hit. 27 damage should kill. Fuck that guy. You did it. Alright, so now move one, two, three, four, five. Back down to there. And you know what? Fuck it, I will go reckless. And ah. Uh, Fifteen should hit, and twenty-nine damage will kill another skeleton. God damn it. Describe. I would like to remove his skull as if it were a baseball hit with great force and just send its skull off of its body off into the distance, which in a sandstorm probably isn't that far for it to go out of sight. So good enough. And that's combat. I wanted to try and kill one with my bare hands, but it got, Morris just brutally murdered the last two skeletons, so... <laughs> I'll save you one next time. But, um, good, good job. <laughs> now I'm going to go try and find my axe. Oh god damn it! Your accent. Just kidding. Um, no, it, 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 it's, it's only right been a couple yeah, seconds. It's still lame. Well, yeah. I can't see anything. I just walk over and pick it right up. Oh, <laughs> I can't see you. Oh, this is amazing. <laughs> nice, guys. Gorif. Uh, roll double ones and Remy roll double 21s. Jesus, double yeah, ones, that's really weird. That is insanity. Yep, one in 400. What's the probability of that? Oh, yeah, but Helen's double as well. That's one in 1600. That's correct. Jesus, <sighs> fucking skeletons. <laughs> I'm gonna get out my lute and play a song because I can. <laughs> I can't hear anything over the wind. <laughs> I'll I'll put my lute away. <laughs> no, I'll blow harder. 
I'll blow oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'll roll strength. <laughs> what, what, what for? Um, blowing hard into the flutes. <laughs> it's filled with sand. <laughs> rolls, rolls critical, Blake's flute. <laughs> a bit, a bit, a sound pump comes out of it. <laughs> oh, my hair loot's been clogged. Morris, my loot's been clogged with sand. Wait, wait, is that a flute or a loot? A loot? You, do, you, do you know what a loot is? It's like a flute, but with less f- <laughs> Oh god. <laughs> it's a string instrument. <laughs> I'm just gonna change it to flute, okay? <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm gonna keep this one main, main, the main one. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Maybe you have to be some like an ocarina type of flute. Yeah, it's like it's like an accordion, except you have to blow into it. No, that's, that is the worst analogy. That, that's that's worse. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, we need to get out of the sandstorm, um, Morris, before we get sanded by right. sand. Let's go. Yes. Okay, land. We're off. Wasn't there like a worm under the ground or something? No, that was a joke. Ah, oh. that was some skeletons. Okay, so nothing for you to worry about. <laughs> as you head towards the um town, uh, let me describe the town, shall we? So you head towards the town, and the bright sun um, glints off the glass walls and roofs of this town. Everything is made of a glass that basically seems to refract the light in such a way that you can't actually see what's inside the buildings. But the it, it, it looks amazing due to all the light flickering about, almost gem-like. This is Varanok, the town of glass. So we head in. So as you... Is it still, like, sandstormy? Yes, the sand is still buffering and stuff. But it's I, a lot less um, pronounced within the town. So it's not so bad. You walk in. So are there I, guards at the door? Uh, yeah, they are. Oi, where's the nearest inn? The weather's shit. Oi, uh, go to the dusty glass. It's a really shit name for the inn. Okay, where's the, the glass? dusty glass? Shut up. <laughs> okay. Where? Where is the dusty glass? Like any direction, mate? Yeah, over yonder. And he go. He points at. A very clear sign that's right there. I can't read! Alex! Sorry, your shift sucks! No problem! Alright, we'll be going into that then. Let's enter the dusty glass. Uh, so you enter, and a at the bar, and there's a human man cleaning a glass as per usual, as all innkeeps do, unknown to do. Um, <laughs> <laughs> But is it a now clean glass? No, it appears to be rather dusty for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> At least there's still truth in advertising. Uh, I woke up to him and say, give me your finest mead. Well, what, what, what kind of mead do you want? Your strongest mead. Uh, okay, uh, that'd be two gold, please. Okay, well, I don't have that much gold, but I do oh, have, like, 50 shards of the arcane. We, we only accept gold here, sorry. 
Oh, um, Morris, can I have one gold, please? Oh, yeah, by the way, when you say Shards of the Arkin, I want you to roll a perception check. Aye. Just do it. Uh, <laughs> thanks, Lemmy. So, from one of the tables, um, a rather uh, odd person is sitting there. It's actually an elf. Um, oh, fuck, is it a drow? No, no, it's just an elf. <laughs> Oh, um, fucking fucking he, he, elfy bastard. He, he hears you say that and he perks up and he starts, he stands up and walks towards you. Okay. And he, um, while the, uh, bar, while the innkeeper, his name is Darren Court, um, gets you your meat, he, talk, he strikes up a conversation. I haven't paid him yet, but. <laughs> Morris will be having words with you later. Sorry, proceed. <laughs> I, I don't know what's going on. He has I about this, just um, having to pay his tab later. And I'm not happy about uh, that. <laughs> okay, so... Hi there, folks. My name is Sylvain Alcart. Hello, Sylvain. Uh, I heard you said... I only got Syl out of that, so I'm going to call you Syl. Well, I heard you guys said that you have um, shots of the arcane. Um, not for sale, but yes, we do. Here's the thing. I, 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 I may need a couple, actually, quite a lot for um certain thing. Uh, you, you see, um, there's something rather important I, I need it for. Some, something's gone wrong, you know. Um, oh, oh, oh yeah, payment. Oh, of course there'll be payment. Uh, yeah. How much? Uh, I, I don't know. You like glass windows? Why, why the fuck would I want a glass window? Oh, we don't live here. Uh, uh, fancy a... Um, uh, how about a, a glass weapon? Something like that. I'm sorry, what? A, a glass... What? Yeah, um... A, a, have, have it, like... Don't, don't you... Look, look fu- fucking look around you. And he's going to point at the wall, which is made of glass. It's, pre- it's... it's They're all solid as hell. I'm sure you could use it for something, like a weapon, perhaps. Oh, fair enough. I mean, does the glass have any modern magical properties? Uh, it always can be modified with shards. And since you have them, and I, not bragging or anything, uh, know a thing or two about them. Okay, well, how many would you require? Uh, how about you just follow me? Uh, I'll just show you the place. I look at Morris and I'm like, uh, what do I do, mate? I think that you and I need to have a talk about your spending habits on mead. Oh, that's <laughs> For fuck's sake, Morris, we have like 40 grand in my fucking hand. We have need to worry about mead. things in your hand that the bartender has he doesn't like. We can, pin, we can turn these into gold, Morris. You dumb bastard. Right? Okay, so okay, I'll correct there. As with most, yeah. as with most <laughs> pricey special materials, there is a certain small market for it where it sells really, really, really well. Otherwise, it's very hard to part with them. Mm-hmm. Oh. Everyone's going to want these things because they're practically just like they're utterly worthless unless they need it. Someone needs it for something. Okay, that makes sense. All right, we follow Sil. Yeah, let's follow Sil. So, sell more like Dill, am I right? <laughs> I'm gonna edit you out of that part, okay? <laughs> <laughs> Too cringe. 
Okay. I'm sorry. So he leads you down the street and he brings you to a shop. It's called uh, Sylvain's Specialties. And that's a really shit name. Shut up. I just made out on the spot. <laughs> Go to hell. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, we have to give shit to the DM. It's tradition. Yep. <laughs> so continue. He leads you down to his to a his basement, and you realize that the walls they are covered in runes, in glyphs, in shards. Nice. Or I should say, places where shards should be. All you see are empty sockets. You don't know why. No, not in particular. Good. I'll roll perception. Does that give me any extra information? No, because <laughs> there's nothing else currently. Oi, Sid, oh. why are there so many empty? Well that that well you see, that that's why I I need those shards. Uh, a couple of days ago, a bunch of drow just came in and they they fucking stole it all. One of them had threatened me, you know? Me of all people. <laughs> me. Who do you know where you got these shards? Ah, yeah, I got them uh, a couple of years back from Dren. Yeah, yeah. Like, do you know where we got these shards? Hey, Gorf? Yes, Gorf? Shut up and let's sell them and the shards. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> you know, yes, okay. That, there, that is a good point right there, Morris. Sorry, um, don't worry what I was about to say. We are happy to do business with you with these shards because, you know, um, hard work to sell to. What can we get for them? Uh, I do have a thing or two. Uh, what, what, what do you want again? I mean, Morris um, here would like a weapon. Good, but you mentioned a glass weapon, which I'll admit has me rather intrigued. Yeah, but, uh, well... I'll need I'll need these shards, so that's the issue. Um, I mean, you seem like a trustworthy book. So, what can you compensate us directly for him? Okay. Um. Well, and then he looks about, and he's like, "I I do have a knick knack or two. I, I kind of ran out of stock. Yeah, you see, because I didn't have a way of making any more. I I, I do have gold. You, you guys, gold is good. Yeah. Um. But not not that much. It's not as I'm being uh, what, too good either. What do you have? Um, about a thousand, but I can't give you all that. Uh, and he scratches his head. Uh, I mean, maybe we could give you some of these shards, and then you could use some of the shards to make us gear in compensation. But but here's the thing: what 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 exactly do you want from from yeah? All right. I, hmm, thoughts. I'd like so, maybe. So, oh yeah, you. Sorry. Ah. <laughs> uh, so you need to use these shards, which is why you can't directly make us a thing. Is that right? Pretty much, because I, I can't work with the glass without this. So, if we ever find more shards and come to here, you'd owe us a couple of favors, perhaps. And he pauses and he says, "Oh well, well, well yeah, that 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 be true. It, it be it, yeah." So we have no idea when that possibly could happen, right? So 
could we get most of the thousand? And then you say, and we agree somehow in whatever officialness might be needed for that kind of numbers of like, you owe us if we find more shards for you to use for us. Uh, Would that be fair? Seems fair enough. Gorf? I mean, I'd like a shiny ring that makes me have special powers, but that also doesn't seem like a bad idea. Oh yeah, what? You said knickknacks. What do you have there? Uh, well, mostly sort of amulets, stuff like that. What do they do? Oh, all sorts of things. Well, this one, and he brings out one, and it's like, this one keeps your food warm. Yes, I know. It's amazing, isn't it? It keeps... Oh, actually, uh, hold on, hold on. I have a thought, and if this is possible, it would make me very happy. So, it sounds like you're basically just doing the part of prestidigitation. Yeah. Into this ambulance. Is there a quote unquote better amulet that would just let Morris have prestidigitation? Mm. Okay. Yeah, sure. There would be. But, yeah. <laughs> what does that mean? That's a very big word. No, no, no. That was, no, Morris would have no idea of that existing. That's just me running having a major, major bias for that spell. <laughs> I love it so much. Like we're gonna have an entire episode of R and R just on that cantrip one day. Okay, so let's go back into it, shall we? Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, so what have you got? Yeah, oh, as I said, I have, I have this amulet. It, it keeps your food warm, and you can, you can use it to clean stuff as well. And it's pre- pretty useful. I mean, yes, that is pretty useful. Do you have any more combat-oriented amulets? Well, um, I would say, give me a sec, and he's going to. Ruffle about and okay, this one, this one. It makes you look shiny, so your enemies think you look cool, and then they won't want to hit you. Eh? Eh? Shiny, shiny, <laughs> shiny. It's literally just a. Uh, basically, it gives you a. Basically, it creates this sparkly effect around you. It literally does nothing. <laughs> it just creates a sparkly effect around you. A light? Um, I mean, uh, oh, fucking hell, I don't do business with Ellison. Sorry. Um, it's pretty um, no, much just like, uh, <laughs> yeah, it does produce a bit of light, but it's very, very minor. It's supposed to be like. <laughs> do you have, could you maybe like craft a ring that gave me like plus one strength or some shit? Well, I, I don't, that'd be hard. I, I'm, I'm not that great at rings and I stuff. I fucking noticed. <laughs> I'm sorry, that was that was insensitive. Oh, I have this grumpy. We've had to fight fucking skeleton horses today. Um, I have an idea. I have an idea. Okay. So, do you have any kind of ring that you can, I don't know, magically pair with his axe somehow, so that if he ever throws it, it comes back to his end? Ah, God of War, Morris. <laughs> can be it's magic damn it well, uh, that that I could do it'd be a lot more easy really yeah Not normally it'd be fucking expensive though I mean I would literally be Kratos 
Who's that? On the one hand. Oh, sorry. Um, okay, I do a lot of reading in my spare time. Um, I used to be, back when I had to train to be a paladin, I uh, was in the libraries a lot. I'm just a... Uh, hey, mate. I have a think about this. Don't fuck with my cannon. <laughs> like, no, let's, Morris, you, you decide what you want first, and then I have a good think about um, what I want. So. I'll be honest with how bloody I get fighting things. That amulet for cleaning doesn't sound the worst as a, just a little useful thing, but not quite an equal favor. I, so, uh, as I said, I'll, I'll need the the shards before I can actually give you like something I, unique and special that 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 you you that you <laughs> you, you, you like, you know. Mm-hmm. All right. How's this sound? Most of the gold that you have available, that cleaning amulet, uh, just some other knick-knack that we agree it would be useful for us, and say you'll owe us, what would we be fair, say three favors once we can get more shards to you in the future? <sighs> yes. Mm. Is that fair? And he like turns to Gorf. That's pretty fair. Well, uh, yeah, that, yeah, that 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 that, that will work, I guess. I, I suppose. So what we're doing then is, well, um, could you pass me those, and then he holds out his hand for the shards. How many do you want? I, I oh, sorry, I, I, I need all of them. Hmm, that's four hundred fucking gems. Um, sure, fine, okay, but I'll, I'll yes, yeah, fine. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. And he's going to get them. I, I, I do have five still in my inventory because they went in the same bag. Yeah. Uh, in my yeah, we still yeah. got the uh, massacre ones, the bigger yeah, ones. Those are. Mm. Yeah, that's that's what's in the back of my head right now. Still, so out of curiosity, how much uh, how much shards would you need to do something else? Well, um, you, you see, um, you have about, and he's going to count them. 400 here? Is that right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so these, the runes and stuff, they, they need about 200, but I could make you two things, two two two, two items with, with the rest. Okay. Because I'll, I'll need to infuse them. Like some of them will be like alignments that will align them to the power of the, uh, the, the gods, essentially, and basically draw power from them. And the rest would, would need to be consumed so that it would be able to start. You know what I mean? Right? So, Gorf, should we try to figure out stuff for the other guys or keep it for us since we're doing all this? I mean, they didn't really fight a fucking troll on a skeleton horse, so... I, we've had a weird couple of days. Yeah, I've had a weird couple of days. You know... All right, then. So... Yeah, I think I think we should... All right. Cards on the table then, still, uh, and I'll slap down the bigger crystals that I got from the massacre. Then he, his eyes open the fuck up, and he's gonna say, "What? What? How? Don't, don't. Like I said, weird few days. Yeah. Um. Also, I'd like to put also some more cards on the table, and I do the same thing. And 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 he's gonna say, but that's those those are ex. Extremely hard, hard to come by. And then he pauses. I, I certainly could do something with him. Like I said, weird couple of days. 
We have had to fight bandits, skeletons, a troll. It's been a fucking time. You know, if you can... And he's going to rub... You were talking about um, you can make glass weapons earlier. Ah, yeah. Could you make glass armor pieces? Not entire armors, but like, for say, like a helmet or something. I, I certainly could do something of that sort if you wanted it. And you could enchant it, maybe. Of course. That, that's that's a special specializing Sylvan's spe- specialties. Sylvan specialties. A big grin comes over God's face. Yeah, yes, that's that would be brilliant. So, what have you got on the weapon side of things? Uh, well, I'll need to get working first. But should should I? Can can I stop? Sure, if you don't mind. You seem like a respectable fellow. I I need to. You see, and then you waves his arm about and you looking around the room you see various odd implements very um stuff that you've never seen before in a typical blacksmith's shop but there seem to be odd uh things that appear to be furnaces um there seems to be some sort of uh kiln of sorts and there's these glass pipes that go all over the place and all around you see countless runes Everywhere, it seems to be everywhere. Jesus. And numerous slots on the walls, ceilings, and some of them are even on the floor. Well, uh, do, you, do you want some privacy while you work, or do you mind if we... No, it's fine. Uh, let me stop. And he essentially um, takes a couple of crystals and he starts slotting them in. Every time he slots it in, he does a sign with his hand and he whispers something and then you see the gem start to glow in a different color because all these shards, they naturally glow in a pure white. They, he, he says a couple words and they change colors. And every time he does this, all the runes around that gem start to flare up. And then you see chain, chain effects go across different runes. And then he places new ones every single time a new ripple goes across. And then you see the energy flowing from each individual rune and flashing across all of these different gems flickering and sparking. And then he finally places the last one, whispers something, and suddenly you hear this roar as the furnace lights up with a fierce flame. And he takes, he finds a bag. It's a bag full of sand and he's like, what, want to see me at what? Sure. What do you want? Oh, um, well... So, would a glass hammer break? Uh, can't, can't say for certain, but that there are things I can do that... So, you mentioned that there's glass weapons, so what, what kind of weapons do you mean then? Well, most of the time I do stuff like swords and stuff like that, because glass can be pretty sharp. Especially this glass, and then he waves at the, um, like a sand yes. It's the same sand you see in the desert outside. So it might make sense then. Could you... Kaden, are you here? Or are you just on mute? I am here. I'm just thinking. Well, it's also on mute. Okay. Um, I'm just curious. Just Would Gorf be offended or complimented if Morris were to get an axe? You can't have a fucking axe. I am axe, That's man. what I figured. You are a hammer man. Stay away from my axe. You bastard. <laughs> yeah, no, you can't have an axe. That's just against the rule, but... Could you do a glass greatsword? Ah, 
Now that I can do. Interesting. Any any anything in particular that that you like enchanted onto it? I have no idea what's possible with that. Uh, okay. I like to hit good. Well, um. Oh yes. Uh, I I could make a. Is a great sword okay for you? I'm listening. Yes. Um. Do Do you like fire? Yes. Yes, I do. So, would you like a great sword made of glass that would could become on fire when you? basically willed it to. Morris just lets out an evil laugh at the thought of that. And it's rather menacing sounding. One could call it an 18 on the scale of intimidation. <laughs> um, for a second, um, you see Sylvain yelp and basically move backwards a bit and he's like, uh, 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 sorry, sorry, okay. didn't mean to do that to you. It, I appreciate your work. Okay, um, are you there? Uh, what, what's your name? By the gods! I just had one hell of an idea. Yes. I'm afraid. I said, <laughs> my accent just went then. <laughs> okay. Right, so could you create a flask? Okay. Full of the finest mead in the city. That when I finished drinking it, created more mead, so I'd never run out. Huh. Oh, yes, definitely. That, that actually, yeah, sure. By the exemplars. Also, just to be on the safe side, Do also it. durable. <laughs> oh, yeah, sure, that's actually, that, that's, that's basically all the stuff I do. It's dur- durable. And, um... Somewhere in, off in the corner, you see a pile of um, glass scraps and broken glass. And he and, and he's like, yeah, it's all I do. Trust, trust. Yes. Mm, yeah. Well, well, um, it, it, it won't take long. Maybe about like an hour, perhaps. Okay, and my work's rather fast. We're going to have to remember you next time we swing this way. Yeah. So oh, um, are you going to watch him work? Yeah. Um. Well... I am going to go back to the pub and get that meat I left behind because I... I'm serious. <laughs> Do you not want to watch this? Yes. I'll watch it, but like, I'll, I'll come back. I'll okay. be quick. So he's going to get started. And what, what he does, right, is he gets a bunch of sand and he puts it on a in, into a bowl that's on the table. And he there's a slight indent in this table, which is surrounded by runes. There's a couple um, shards that are located around us. And... He's going to whisper a couple words and you see basically this pur- the purple color from the sand drain into one of the pipes and it's going to flow off somewhere else. And one thing you realize right, is that now the sand is a pure white and next thing he's going to do is he's going to take a handful of the sand, he's going to check it and he's going to see, see he seems to be checking it, how fine it is, making not to do himself and he... Um, basically, he going he puts it into the furnace and he closes the door shut. It's also made of glass, so you can see inside. And the glass, no, no the sand is melting and it's forming into this molten liquid, right? And he's going to open it back up, and with his bare hand, he's just gonna go in and grab the bowl, which is more, it's red hot, 
it's just gonna grab the hole. Oh yeah, at that moment you see a fuck ton of runes like flash and blink and a lot, a lot of um different runes flashing and power flying in between the shards, most likely to protect him from the heat. Um and he takes his hand, puts it into the molten glass, and starts molding it almost as if it's clay. And he starts molding it into a sword. And what he's gonna do is he's gonna put it on the table again and he's going to lay it on a set of runes and he's going to re-enchant a bunch of the runes. So what he's going to do is he's going to fill them out. He's going to get a piece of a shard and he's going to whisper something. The shard shatters and turns into dust and the entire table is flat and clean. There are not, there's not a single rune on it. He's going to take another shard and he's going to start scratching into the table. Now the table has a new set of runes and he's going to press the gem into the table and a mold forms for it. He's going to whisper a couple words and it's going to glow and he's going to repeat this action a couple times. And once he's done, he swipes his hand on the blade and it becomes very, very fine and very sharp. What he's going to do next is he's going to look at a tank off to the side, right? And you see the purple stuff. What's happening is that a couple, a set of um, shards and runes um, seem to be processing it and it's turning into a much more, um, how would say, liquid state. And it's going to flow through the pipe like, again and he's going to get a glass and it's going to get go into it. And what he's going to do is he's going to put it into a sort of um, thing that would normally be used to cool a weapon or something that you just forged. And he's going to pour it into that. He's going to whisper a couple words and it's going to fill up to the brim. It's a deep purple water of some kind, liquid of some kind. And he's going to take the sword and douse it. He pulls it out and now he's going to get a couple shots and embed them into the blade. No, into the hilt to be more specific. Um, and this is all in about 30 minutes time. And he's going to say, and now it happens. And then like he seems extremely confident. Nothing of that um, like slightly stuttery uh, elf that you saw before. He's going to say, well, Sorry. check this out. And he's going to grasp his hand and he's going to say something under his breath. And he's going to look at it and it bursts into flame and he grins. Shit. Uh, more so I arrived like about five minutes ago and I've got my beer in hand just... Sipping it slowly. Morris has got I spit a bit out when it's on fire. Big old grin on Morris's face. He hands it over to you, and he basically does the a similar process to create the flask, and he grabs the meat out of Gora's hand without asking. He's just going to grab it, and he pours a drop of it into the flask, and he rattles it about, and he closes it, and he hands it to Gorif. And as he hands it to Gorif, right, you see the level of uh, mead in the flask slowly rise a look of because it's glass you can see it inside comes over Gorf's face and it takes the flask and downs it immediately and, by and way, it the, keeps on coming the, the mead I was drinking was like strong shit it was, it was the strongest mead they had Jeez. yeah so this is exactly what I wanted every time I drink this I'm gonna have to do a constitution check and it's gonna be amazing I, I look as well it's like oh do you want some test this out alright I will also take a nice full flask swig full. 
I have a 19 on my constitution. I'm fine. So and you are also fine Yay! for once. I rolled good on the thing. 22 con save. Wow. And then suddenly what you hear is a shake. Not You don't hear a shake. Sorry. What you hear is the sound of glass breaking. You look about for a second, worried that one of your things has been broken. But no, it seems to be coming from outside. And as you rush out, you see something that you've never seen before. Something Uh-oh. that you didn't even know existed. And it's barreling down through the street. It's blue skills glinting in the sun. All around it, a path of sand is pluming up. And, from, and it's running straight towards you. It has wings. And it's about, it's not that large. You, you would say it's about the size of perhaps a large dog or something. But it, it sounds like something from the myths. It has wings, scales, scales of blue, uh, a, a snout with, with teeth and horns. It's a... What stupid wizard gave dragon. a lizard wings? What the fuck? Uh, Gareth, um, he's very book read. So he's heard the myths before and he's just like completely flabbergasted. Like he, he puts the, he drops the flask and then picks it back up hastily and puts it in his bag. But like he, he can't stop looking at it. He's just like, holy fuck, is that a dragon? It's a sheep. <laughs> it's a sheep. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's a sheep. My favorite no, animal. <laughs> oh, fuck. Oh, fine. Okay. So it's, it's heading towards us. This is, this is combat, right? Oh, yes. Shit. Yeah, it is. So it's like a drake, then? Yeah, about the size of one. I see. I throw my flask at it. I'm joking. Explodes. <laughs> uh, <laughs> this was out so, initiative? Yeah. Bing bong. My schlong. Oh, come on. I forgot to do it. Click on your... Please don't be bad. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> no, just you... No, you 14, mate. Yeah, okay, 14. 10 out of 10. I'll fix it for you. Will Schlong again. Hello. Okay, Gorif, it's your turn it first. It's my turn first. I am the great Gorif from the Heim and I shall smash you with axe. I mean, I woke up to it first, I think. Did not hit. Fuck. <laughs> I guess I just run up to it and smash the floor for the fifth time today. Morris, you have your nice new sword. I do. Oh crap, I have a problem. So What? You need- uh, no, no, that I can take care of. But it takes me a bonus action to rage and a bonus action to turn the damn fire on for this stupid, for the sword. Yeah. I, I'm gonna just have to start walking around just with the flames lit, otherwise it's gonna bite me. That'd be pretty baller, to be I honest. I mean, yeah. I think I kind of Almost have to, otherwise it just gets in the way. Or just not use the fire, which of course I'm not going to do that. Hmm. Well, how good is this guy? Can it, can it just be a free action to ignite the fire? Because hmm. if we want Crazy. something equivalent to light splinter, that just has the damage. Yeah, it would be. Alright, cool. will. I will. My new sword ignites in fire. It doesn't What's have a cool? name yet because it just was freaking made. Fair enough. I'll Fire. figure out. I want to hot for this. Jesus Christ, everything looks so cool. 
All right. So <laughs> as a bonus action, I'm going to go into a rage at this strange flying lizard attacking right when I get my cool sword. I'm adding a macro to do the fire properly. I'll figure out the details later. I am raging. I am furious. Ah! Uh, Turn on advantage. Ah! That's a crit! Oh, well, shit! Jesus Christ. Okay, uh, let's see. So that's 30, 46 damage. Okay. Uh, Remy, by the way, I think you've just dealt about, about four fifths of the health of the. Ryan. Oh, fucking hell. <laughs> Uh, can I just okay. do, just for funsies, roll like a flat d20 or something, and like, if I get like a 15 or higher, just cleave off a wing, or just some little bit of brutality? I was going to say that you were going to cleave off the, cleave off the wing anyways. Right. So, okay, describe how you... Just with my new fiery sword, I just charge up to this strange flying lizard and just yell lizards should not fly and just swing through one of the wings and you cut the wings straight off okay by the way uh remy how much damage do you do again just checking 46 the okay it's it's turn it screeches out in pain and it's going to open its jaw and use its breath weapon. Oh shit. Okay, so here's the rose. The dragon exhales molten sand in a 30 foot wide line. Oh shit. No, 30 foot line that is 5 feet wide. Okay. Every, each creature in that line must make a DC 12 dexterity saving okay, throw. Okay, so I'm assuming that's in my direction. Is that towards. Yeah, so. Yeah. Um, I'm going to see. Yeah, so, so roll a dexterity check. Okay. Uh, for the record, because I am a barbarian, I have danger sense, which gives me advantage on deck saves for effects that I can see coming. Okay. 15. So half damage. Yeah. 11 damage. Oof. Holy shit. 22 halved to 11. Fuck, that's brutal. Jesus. That nearly killed I, I should probably be on full health now shouldn't I because I took damage yeah, so what happens right is the dragon breathes out this extremely hot sand and it seems to eat away at your flesh it simply seems to be rubbing it straight off and you have scorch and burn marks all over you that's grim fucking ow <laughs> fucking ow <laughs> no more it's 10 out of 10 character <laughs> There's some immortal words right there. Fucking ow. Again, I'm gonna... I think I'm out of divine smite. How many spell slots do I have? I have three, and I have used it twice, so I have one more. Hurrah. Also, wait, long sleep. Yeah, yeah, Hit it first. Bing bong. That hits. Yay. And I'm assuming I fucking cleave its head in half. Yes, you do. So describe <laughs> it. Oh, actually, could I make a suggestion? Just because I think it'd be funny. <laughs> 
Okay. Morris just gets in this massive, massive hit, cleaves off the wing. He just falls to the ground in front of Gorus, who, Gorf, who just stabs it in the skull and just collapses dead. Fucking kill stealer. <laughs> right, okay. like, Morris just like destroyed half of the dragon, and then it's just like looking up at me like, Aah! and then I just like kind of smash it head, and it dies. Gorf, Morris looks at me with anger. He's like, fuck you. That was my <laughs> And what's going to happen at this moment is you're going to hear something <laughs> rather terrifying. It's a roar of something. Gorf's stomach? No. It's a roar. Something that sounded quite similar to this uh, smaller dragon, but it seems much, much louder. And it it's coming from the other side of town. And currently the sandstorm's still going, but you, you see this massive silhouette. Oh, fuck. Uh, right beside it. Uh, hide the body, hide the body, hide right the body. Beside it is a, a tower that's about like maybe five stories high. And it's larger than that. Well, fuck. This, and suddenly its head comes out from the storm and you see it's a ancient blue dragon. And it sees you. No, and the no, body. no, 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 I'm off, I'm off, but I'm going to the pub, fuck you, fuck It offenses yes. my... And it breathes out sand. I want both of you to make dexterity to saving throws. Ah! <laughs> We're both dead. <laughs> my dexterity's shit. Well, shit. Um, hello. Oh, yeah, sorry. The first one. That was a seven. Okay, I'm gonna roll some damage, shall we? Oh, we're so fucked. <laughs> Ancient blue dragon at level four. Yeah, we're, we're so dead. We're so fucked. <laughs> yeah, I don't think you thought this through. Give me a quick second. I mean, that's what, like 24 D6 or something bullshit? I don't remember how much. 24 D6. Uh, okay. Oh no, excuse me. Only 16 D10. Wait, which is going to be pretty devastating. So what's going to happen is that it's going to breathe. But you guys both managed to find um, a quick spot to hide right beside you there's this glass building and when you turn around to see what happened you realize that the building's no longer there all the glass except for a little bit is entirely abrased straight off it seems to be like the sand just melted straight through it and tore pieces straight off it and then you hear the sounds of feet moving and a dwarf is walking towards it almost casually and um he he seems to be dressed in clerical garb, but he's holding a maul, and he's going to walk up to the dragon. The dragon almost seems confused. He's going to strike the dragon. What happens before he strikes is that his entire body is surrounded by an aura, a glow. His eyes are pure red. All around him are arcs of energy flowing off him, and he hits the dragon. And what happens is a dragon, right? Its entire body is flung to the side, slamming into the tower. And the tower just collapses. The dragon hurriedly backs up and goes down with its head 
forward, huh? snarling at this dwarf. And he's going to yell, Ah, oh, go away, you fucking ugly shit. And he's going to walk closer to the dragon and wait, like literally raise his hand and wave the dragon off. And what's going to happen is, it, it seems ridiculous, but the dragon, it almost seems scared. And it's going to back away slowly and fl- and begin to flap its wing and take off. And the dragon's gone. And the dwarf is going to turn around and walk back towards both of you. And he's going to notice you. And he's going to walk up to you. He's going to look at Morris. And he's going to look at you, Morris. And he's going to say, Ah, fancy seeing you again. Master? And that's it for today. Thanks for listening to episode six of Riffwake. Please give us five stars on iTunes. Also, support us on Patreon at patreon.com slash podcast. Supporters get benefits, such as behind-the-scenes content, early access to episodes, access to the Patreon Discord, where you'll be able to chat with the cast, <laughs> and even a shout-out on the show. Find us on social media, on Twitter, at Podcast, on Facebook, as Riffwake, and on Reddit, on the subreddit, r slash Podcast. Have a good one. Bye!